Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful here with a name. You know, how could you not know her? She's won titles in New Japan. She just won a tournament in AEW. Uh, how about this? How about she goes for the Ring of Honor World Championship July 21st, the Cure Insurance Arena. You can also watch it on pay-per-view. We got Willow Nightingale. Willow, how you doing? I'm doing really well. You know, you just said... All of the reasons why I would be doing well in life, and uh, it's carrying over to this lovely morning. Yeah, I mean, you you have been a little bit of everywhere. Uh, any any week, you might see you on Collision, Rampage, Strong, on our like any any number of places. How how are you feeling heading into a big pay per view match that that you and Athena have like publicly said? You know, maybe we should main event this show. Um, I mean, that is something that is not, um, 100% determined. We would really sure. love if that were the case. Um, this will be like our third time facing each other off. Uh, you know, so it's a rubber match. It's also the titles online. I think at this point I've, I'm probably the person who's challenged for the ring of honor women's championship more than anyone. Um, and on like a personal note, Athena is somebody I've admired for years and years, like throughout my entire career. Um, so to be able to work with her is an honor in that capacity. Um, but then from a professional standpoint, she's very the opposite of me um, in terms of her personality. So I think regardless of whatever our feelings are for one another, we uh, both know that we're very hard hitting and can bring a really good fight for the Ring of Honor fans to see and enjoy. I'm excited to talk more about Athena, but you mentioned how many times or, or that you challenged for that title many times. One of those times was a little over a year ago, actually, in Impact against Deanna Perrazzo. And 
that match was very cool to me because I remember during the pandemic, I was trying to get some positive stories out there in, in a really bad period. And I was asking people in WWE, who do you think should be signed that isn't signed? And Deanna Perrazzo said you yeah. uh, at that point. And she said, it's Willow Nightingale and nobody else is close to me. And you ended up facing her in, in that, that situation. I mean, I, I don't know if that ever hit your radar or anything, but I mean, you had some people that, that had this, this type of situation in WWE and, and AEW and Impact really pulling for you all the way. How did that feel to have so much support from people within the industry? Um, obviously that's going to be very like a rewarding thing to hear. Um, because as much as like hearing praise from fans matters, um, hearing praise at, from the people that I respect and work with and my peers, like who actually know the ins and out in the business and everything that we do and we go through and they see like every step of my journey, uh, both in the ring and behind the scenes, like if anything, that kind of matters a little bit more. Uh, so it's, it's definitely very like humbling and rewarding to hear that, especially from someone like Deanna, who I've known honestly, since the beginning of my career, uh, I think probably my first few months, she was the person I had wrestled the most. And for her to keep me in such high regard, really put a smile on my face, um, at a time when I was really like questioning my own success and self-worth. Well, I can't attest anybody that I've heard of that works with you say as nice as she is on screen, she's even better off screen, which says a lot, says a lot. Uh, you're, you're known as like one of the most likable performers and the, throughout your daily life, like maybe you stub a toe, maybe something <laughs> slightly inconveniences you. Are there ever times you're like, I got to go into heel mode. I, I got to get angry. And how I would mean, that I, look for Willow Nightingale? I definitely get frustrated. Like I'm a human being who expresses the entire like spectrum and continuum of human emotion. I feel it all. Um, but I really do try to like look at most things with like a logical approach, try to see things from everybody's point of view, um, which is really what allows me, I think, to be able to put like kindness on the forefront because I have... Um, like compassion and humanity for others not to say other people don't but that's really how i lead life but again in an instance where i stub a toe of course it feels good to let out a cuss word to scream to let the rage out but also i get to do that through wrestling so um that is also a very good outlet to be able to let the aggression out in the ring uh, speaking of in the ring you just won the the owen hart foundation women's tournament that is that's got to be an incredible honor as well. You defeated Nyla Rose, a former uh, women's champion. You defeated Athena, current ROH women's champion, which sets that up. And then Ruby, who made the finals last year. So that was uh, quite a run for you. Yeah. Um, I know I, I spoke about how I have so much respect for Athena. And same thing with Deanna, how at the beginning of my career, I kind of uh, ran into her a lot. But every single step of the tournament, I faced someone that I deeply did respect, um, has like experience over me, something that I learned and took away from being able to wrestle them. Um, but whereas had I been in this position last year, I would probably walk in a situation like that with a lot of like intimidation and fear. Whereas this year I have a lot more like self-confidence, um, a lot more belief in myself and my abilities. So I didn't walk into those matches thinking, oh my God, what am I doing? These people are going to crush me. I was just like, listen, 
I got it. I can do it. I will walk into this situation the same way I walk into every single thing. And that is with a smile on my face and whatever happens will happen. Um, and it worked out. <laughs> how does it, how does it feel to no longer be the prospect? You are, you are on the plane with these people on the even plane with these people. When we're talking about Mercedes and Ruby and Athena, like, it's not like, oh, Willow's that upstart. It's like, oh, no, Willow's a former champion. Willow's a tournament winner. Like, she's, she, you're, you're there. You're you're there. I, I mean, I'll be honest. It's, it's still a bit bizarre um, because at this point, I've been wrestling for coming up on nine years. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always been looked at that way. I've always been looked at as, like, an underdog or somebody who's a rookie or kind of still getting my feet under me. So for people to kind of be shifting that perspective and really seeing me as someone who's there, who's brought it, who's um, already achieved these accolades, like it's still surreal. I'm still sitting in it and trying to like grasp just the weight of it all. Um, but doing so gratefully. <laughs> Is there a chance that we see you take the Owen Hart Foundation hat from Tony Khan and start to to integrate that in, in, into your persona? Because I understand Martha Hart gave him that hat, but you won the tournament. I would love it. So we were there for Calgary Stampede. There were cowboy hats all over. There was like people just like having a great time. Um, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Martha Hart was having a great time. She was like in her sequence. And I just, I loved the vibes all around. And if you couldn't tell from this conversation and everything I've done up to this point, I'm all about the good vibes. So I personally would, I would uh, tip my hat to that and enjoy it. <laughs> it's great to see that side of the family really getting to enjoy and love wrestling again. I think there was this perception for a long time that, they didn't like it. And now we see that we see Martha with this huge smile on her face and she loves participating in AEW stuff. Oh, she's absolutely a sweetheart. Um, so after the show, I had gone and hung out for a little bit and come back to the hotel and she was hanging out in the lobby and we were like, Oh, we got to go over and say hi to Martha. And we were stuck, not stuck, but we found ourselves sitting there talking to her for like an hour, just having a good time. And then we were like, we got to go to sleep. We all have early flights. But um, what a sweetheart. Um, and someone who cares about like every single person who has shown any appreciation to her and her family, she'll double it back to you. Um, so even though that was my first time actually meeting her, it was it felt very like warm and comforting still. I love to see that. I really do. Uh, ROH Death Before Dishonor. Some of the matches that are announced for the show as we film this. Uh, yourself, Athena, of course. Katsuyori Shibata against Daniel Garcia for the Pure Championship. Samoa Joe versus Dalton Castle for the ROH TV Championship. Uh, Lucha Brothers Kingdom Best Friends Aussie Open for the tag titles. And Claudio versus Pac. What are you looking forward to the most besides the match that you're in? Because Ooh. those are all slappers. That is a great question because you're you're correct. They're all they're all going to be really good. Um, every single pay per view that I've been on since I've been with the company has it, it's been a um, a back and forth of me being like, all right, I need to mentally prep for this match. I need to stretch. I need to get ready. But also like, what's going on on the monitor? I need to see. I need to see what's going on because these matches are so good. Um, personally, for me, I think I'm really looking forward to Joe and Dalton Castle. Joe, somebody being um, a huge 
idol and role model to me and Dalton, someone who I'm like endlessly entertained by and someone I consider a friend. Um, so that's a huge deal for him as well. Um, so from like a personal like stakes and interest in, in the humans themselves, as well as what the match can be, I think I'm looking forward to that the most. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. I mean, just, just these matches that are announced. You mentioned sometimes you, you take a peek at the monitor when you're preparing. Has there been a match or a situation that caught your attention so much it came at the sacrifice of you preparing for your own match? Like where um, you just catch yourself and you can't take your eyes off of it. I, I don't think there's that because um, as much as I bring like enthusiasm and joy uh, when I go out to the ring, that has to like be mirrored somewhere else. So before yeah. I wrestle, there's like a bunch of anxiety and a bunch of nerves. And I think they do kind of balance each other out. So usually there's nothing that's like as amazing as wrestling can be. There's like nothing that will like take me out of that zone of being like, no, get get back to thinking about what you have to do. Um, but there's there's been some like really good ones where I'm like, mm, I don't know. Should I just watch this instead of prepare? <laughs> We've seen you on Collision a lot more lately. I'm interested, how was that sort of brought up to you that you'd be working Collision a lot more? And how have you found it so far? Because it's definitely got a different type of feel than Dynamite. And I enjoy both of those shows. Yeah. Um, so initially, I wasn't entirely sure of whether I would be more of like a Wednesday person or a Saturday person. Um, because while like some people did kind of get a feel for what would be more of their home moving forward with their schedule. I never really received anything like that. I kind of felt like I would be going back and forth between both. And I still do think that will be the case from time to time. Um, but as, as you've mentioned, I have already been on, I think the majority of the collisions we've had so far. So I am seeing that kind of being more of a home moving forward. I mean, initially it's kind of like, all right, I've wrestled Saturdays my entire life doing like indie shows. I'm used to this, but like wrapping yeah. my head about like rescheduling kind of how my life is. I was like, all right, we can get this. Um, and then once I actually did the first show, I just had so much fun. The locker room was so relaxed, chilled. Um, it's a little bit of like a smaller crew. So with that, there's like not as much like chaos of being like, I need to make sure I'm in the makeup chair and like, there's not 500 people competing to be seen by our makeup artists at once, or there's not like, oh, I need to go see the doctor here, but there's a million people in the doctor yeah. getting like massages and stuff. So there's a lot more um, just freedom to not have to rush and like find space to do whatever your pre-match warmups are. Um, and everyone's really chill. And ultimately we just want to have the best show we possibly can. And especially with something new, um, it's always great to see so many different people who might come from like different backgrounds or have different experience levels, all put their energy into making one show as successful as possible. So um, good vibes all around so far. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and it's, it's all been positive for me so far. Yeah. You, you become a fixture on that show very, very early on, but you're also a fixture in new Japan now as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so interested to learn, like, how was that brought up to you? It's like, hey, yeah, we would like it if you would go and work in New Japan, you know, just with Mercedes and Julia and some of those people. Do you have any time? Yeah. So um, I had been approached about doing the tournament and the new um, title that was being introduced. And I'm 
you know, I had been a New Japan fan and um, being able to see women start getting integrated into it more and more. I was like, oh, that would be really cool if I would be considered for something like that. Um, and then when that opportunity was presented to me, I was like, yes, please. Hey, guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing, too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Let's let's get this approved. Let's make it happen. Cool. Um and then when I saw the field for who was in the tournament, and I was like, okay, well, one, there's only four people. So it's very select about who they're considering having be a part of it. So that's a huge honor there. And then two, to see which, like, which performers were a part of it. I was like, this is, that was one of the moments where I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm a player now. I am, I am a, one of those people. Um, where we were talking about earlier, how it's like not so much the underdog kind of rookie outlook anymore. It's like, okay, I'm a, I'm a legitimate competitor at this point. Um, and then obviously went on, won the title. And from that moment, it was like, oh, I guess I'm in here now. I'm doing New Japan, going over to Japan. Um, I'd, I'd love to continue working for them as much as possible. It does seem like the door is open for me to return even after uh, my loss to Julia. Um, so I'm, you know, fingers crossed for a fun and exciting future with, uh, new Japan and, and new Japan strong. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously after, after the Mercedes match, I got to do my digging. Cause it's very clear that unfortunate things happen during that match and things that you can't predict. And when I talk to new Japan, they're like, well, it sucks that she's hurt, but it, this ain't bad to have a, a woman that represents the brand like Willow and is on weekly television <laughs> everywhere <Yep>. else <laughs> as well. I mean, that had to have been like a wild situation to be a part of. And word is that Mercedes was like, got to switch it up. I mean, in, in your mind, what goes through your head when it's like, is there any like, are we going to get in trouble for this? Is like any, anything going to happen? How does that work out in your brain at that moment? Cause I can't imagine being in that situation. Honestly, um, wrestling, obviously it's very competitive. Everybody wants to win. Um, but I take my opponent's safety into consideration. That is obviously like a top priority to me. So my first thought was like, I just, I just want everybody to be okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I just want everyone to be okay. And um, I do, you know, extend the the most wonderful well wishes um, to Mercedes. Um, but, you know, at, at a time like that, that's, that's the business. That's the mm -hmm. fight. That's how it goes. At, at the end of that day, I was the person who walked out and um, had my arm raised in, in the air. And so 
I do what a champion does. I thank the fans. I celebrate. I have a great night. I get home to my hotel, hug the title close to me, and let that sink in for what it is. Um, every match you go into, as somebody, again, who's becoming more and more of a player, every match you go into, as your confidence grows, you have to think, I'm walking away from this. I'm trying to win. I'm going to be the winner. And so that is is how it unfolded. And I mean, that had, to, I mean, not, not had to, it almost certainly adjusted your immediate plans. You're spending Independence Day in Japan. Yeah. You're <laughs> over there. You're working with Julia. And Julia is one of those names that has sort of transcended Joshi wrestling and people who don't even watch Japanese wrestling are familiar with her, know what she looks like, know her name. And you're working a series of matches there. So, I mean, how quickly did that come together? I mean, it would seem like almost immediately you'd be like, well, my schedule's changing. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was a very uh, quickly planned thing. And it, it's hard to do that anytime you're you're heading over to Japan to wrestle because you have to worry about, like, visas and getting all of that stuff processed, yes. um, which fortunately we were able to do. Um, but even even more kind of what comes to mind is the fact that this was all happening in the middle of the Owen Hart tournament. So I had I had won my first round versus Nyla, and then I pretty much got home, had to pack up my stuff and get ready to sit on a plane for 14 hours and kind of figure out a different way and like refocus my attention from being like Owen Hart tournament winning to um, defending this title. Um, and as much as, as I love AEW and I like, my heart is so into putting on my best performances there, going to Japan and wrestling there was like, just those fans, like working with the wrestlers there, the perspective is a little different. And it was just kind of like a little like refreshing and reinvigorating two day trip that I feel like I, I really did need. And, um, Unfortunately, while while I was really proud of the match that I had with Julia, I didn't walk away with the championship still. But I still feel very proud of what I did, and I feel like it was very necessary for me to experience that. I'm also very interested to hear about uh, your career as a tattoo artist, especially <laughs> because we don't see like we haven't seen a lot of that implemented necessarily on screen. And sometimes that becomes a big part of somebody's character, like Britt Baker with, with the dentistry. There've been some heelish, like I, I can't remember if, if draws and, and Albert did any, I think they did a tattoo and a piercing thing. Is that ever something in your mind? Like maybe I could integrate this one day. So I actually was a piercer, not a tattoo artist. I have, okay. I have done a few tattoos, um, like on a coworker and friends, but I was like a piercer for years and years and years. I'm just uh, saying we had a bed of nails on dynamite. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but uh, I never, I like, I never really thought about integrating it into westling. <laughs> I've seen in death matches, like when they do the syringes through the cheeks, I'm oh, like, God. I would know how to do that properly and as effectively as possible. Um, <laughs> but um, that, that, as, as much as it was a career path for me then, I don't know that 
even though the crossover exists in wrestling, that's the type of wrestler that I am. But it could be to, fun to think about one To day. see you doing that in character as a caring person would be kind of funny. Where you're like, oh, I really hate to do this, but I've got to. I've got to win this match. So, ah, ah. There you go. Uh, we, Of course, you're, you're facing Athena. You weren't always on the opposite side of the ring of Athena. You, you teamed with her a couple of times as true. well. Like, exactly a year ago, uh, we had tagged together. Yeah. So how has that been to transition and did teaming with her lend any sort of familiarity in the ring to what you're doing now? Because they can be categorically different. But we hear the inverse. Like James Storm and Chris Harris of America's Most Wanted got put together because they were such great opponents. They're like, hey, let's see if they can tag. Did anything as a part of the tag help benefit you from being across the ring from her? I mean, I think it's very similar to um, Owen Hart finals, right? I faced Ruby. And these are both people that I have tagged with, have had friendly experiences with in the past. And um, really, it's just a shift in perspective and, like, how they go about winning matches that has really changed. Um, Athena now versus when I had tagged with her, both, both times, you know, just as talented, hardworking, hard-hitting as ever. Um, but there's definitely this sense of, like, maliciousness and um kind of like this this meanness honestly like there's no there's no <laughs> way to decorate it just like a lot meaner than i had um originally known her to be and so sometimes when you don't see eye to eye or like the person that you thought you knew has changed it can kind of be hard to overcome that but at this point i've wrestled her two times since kind of seeing the shift in her attitude and personality and i think the fact that I can accept she's different and she's changed helps me walk into it, not expecting to see any sort of like mercy or uh, remnants of friendship. Right. So um, plan is to not let that get to my head and just focus on the work and focus on the wrestling. Getting those before, uh, Heck yeah. Before we wrap up, there's a segment I like to do here and there to get some, some nice, nice stories out there in the world. It's the opposite of, those YouTube clips you see that's like Simon got shoots hard on Enzo Amore. <laughs> this is shooting softly where I ask you to say nice things about people that we bring up. Uh, we'll, we'll start with one that you you've been in the ring with Emmy Sakura. Okay. Um, the first time Emmy ever came up uh, and, and spoke to me after one of my dark matches, I was marking out personally and, um, and she was like, oh, I run this company, Choco Pro. I was like, I know about Choco Pro. And she um, just had the most lovely things to say about me. And um, she, she's someone who, again, has so much experience. Um, she, she doesn't ever, like, look down on people learning. She is helpful backstage. And she does all she can to... Um, make that connection between the AEW product and the Japanese fan base as possible. And um, honestly, what a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people that are, are very, very sweet and never cause any conflict, Maki Ito, who you teamed with recently. Oh, <laughs> she's, she's great. When I went over for Tokyo Joshi Pro, um, I actually had gone to Disney Sea with her and she walked around the theme park in these four inch platform boots 
the entire time. I could not believe it. The amount of strength, balance, and stability <laughs> that takes. Hats off to her. Um, a ball of of delight and like entertainment factory she is. Love her. A person who isn't in AEW, but I've seen you work a couple of times, Lufisto. Another one who is just like an idol and role model to me. Um, I love and is like never short on um, sharing experience with uh, the up and coming girls. I remember the first time I met her, I was like so intimidated and did not want to go over and approach her and say hello. Uh, but then I saw her like, you know, yakking it up with other girls backstage and having, having a great time. And I, it made me feel a lot more comfortable. So uh, much love to uh, the legend, Lufisto. She is she is an absolute legend. Uh, another name who is sort of an up-and-comer, but you all have faced each other at different points of your career, Hyann, who ROH uh, a couple years ago in Shimmer. And then I know you all wrestled like years and years ago as well. This is true. Um, she is somebody who I think is an incredible worker. Um I think she has traveled the world and really taken in each of those experiences and gotten better from them. And I think it's kind of just a matter of time before her time comes. And uh, as we wrap up, I'm, I'm interested to learn about the creative process in ROH. We see women's wrestling featured there a lot more heavily than on other shows. Is it a different process for you or, or is it much of the same, just a different program in general? Um, I think there's like a slight difference in my head um, when I'm preparing for a Ring of Honor match because for me, um, not to like be punny or anything because of honor, but like <laughs> to me, um, there's a whole lineage of women who helped pave the way for women like myself who really didn't see different body types or people who uh, were independent wrestlers who kind of focused on different aspects of what being a wrestler was. Um, they, they really paved the way for us to be able to do our thing. And um, I really tried to honor them through my wrestling as much as I care just about myself. Um, whereas Dynamite, uh, Collision, Rampage, that's very much like, I'm Willow Nightingale and I'm representing Willow Nightingale. <laughs> I feel like when I do a Ring of Honor match, I'm like, yes, I'm representing myself, but also through that, I need to honor like the sacrifices and struggles of the women who came before me. Very, very excited that I finally got to speak to you on camera. Willow Nightingale taking on Athena ROH Death Before Dishonor, July 21st on pay-per-view. Uh, before we go, is there anywhere where people can support you, follow you, keep up with what else you're doing? Um, I am on Twitter and Instagram at Willow Wrestles. And also threads now because that is a thing. Um, go to shop AEW and buy my shirt because you will look really cool in it. And I will feel a lot of love and joy in seeing you wear it. <laughs> the cutie patootie that you are. Um, and just keep watching our, our shows. You know, a lot of love goes into making Collision, Dynamite, Rampage possible. And of course, Ring of Honor. So check out the Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view. Looking like a great card. We will have a post-show, of course. Check out the recent Grapsity interview with Athena as well. Willow did one with Grapsity uh, several months ago as well. A great talk. Guys, thank you all so much. Until next time, we're out.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.